You're listening to Work Human Radio. And here's your host, Mike Wood. Hello again and welcome to Work Human Radio, pioneered by Global Force. My name is Mike Wood. I am the social media manager here at Global Force. And I'm also your host, and I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful Sarah Payne. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Mike. So this week, we're going to be talking about feedback, and not just any feedback, but positive feedback and kind of the science behind that. And who did, who did you talk to this week? So this week, we talked to Lynn Levy, who's our own director of product management. And uh, she's studied uh, organizational development and change management for a while now, and she's actually getting her uh, graduate degree in that. So she's doing a lot of research in this area, but... We really talked about what companies are doing now instead of the annual review or even as a supplement or an add-on to the annual review to help with employee growth and development. Um, So we talked about the science behind feedback, why we go into flight or fight mode, and then how positivity and uh, a growth mindset can really help change the paradigm there. Uh, And she's a huge Brené Brown fan, so we talk about... Brene a little bit, who's coming to work human next year. Now, I can be a little bit of a nerd with the science thing, but I I think it's fantastic that we can actually analyze these things and find the right way to talk to people and motivate employees. Because if you're you're negative the whole time, people will just get down and quit, Mm -hmm. you know, essentially. It's all about conversations, having, you know, open and honest, honest conversations with your people. That's great. So... Enjoy our interview with Lynn Levy, who is the Director of Product Management at Global Force, and we'll see you after the break. So, Lynn, um, I want to start just talking a little bit about you, um, about your background and how it led you to Global Force. Okay, fabulous. So I spent, I've been in product management for many, many years, and I spent most of that time working on software that enabled productivity through automation. So looking at processes, looking at ways to improve processes, but there was always something missing. And that is the side of the employee and how work actually gets done. Engagement levels, leadership, um, culture. And that actually, that interest actually led me to graduate school um, to learn about how culture impacts productivity, how people work together, the psychology of people working together. And that then has led me to Global Force and its whole work human movement, which I fully embrace, I talk about, and I really have been talking about how can we make work more human if we can make employees or enable employees to bring their authentic self to work and they could love what they do. Holy cow, that will impact not only organizations, but the employees themselves. So all this led me to to come to Global Force about a year ago. So it's all about the people. And uh, all I know about you the are, people. <laughs> you're in graduate school right now, so you're doing a lot of writing and researching. Yes, I am in graduate school right now, um, getting a degree in learning and organizational change. Um, and I'm actually in the middle of my thesis, working on feedback and how to enable people to take feedback and really learn from it versus going into defensive or fight or flight mode. Exactly. So that leads me to my next question. Uh, We talk a lot about the annual review being a thing of the past uh, for a lot of companies today. So uh, what are you seeing at the organizations that you're working with right now? Uh, What is the change in direction when it comes to employee growth and development? So that's a great question. Um, So the good news is with the organizations I talk to every single day, 
HR has a strategic place the executive team level, which is, which is great. And organizations are really starting to understand that to grow and to be competitive and to really retain and engage employees, they have to focus on creating an environment where employees can learn and grow. And we know that the performance review is actually does the exact opposite of that. It's demotivating. It's subject to bias. And it really doesn't improve the performance lever at all. So what is the right way to grow employees, to develop employees, to improve engagement? Because once all of this happens, productivity will go up and profitability will, will grow up. So and what organizations are looking for, and we've, we've really worked with leading organizations as well as our customers, is people want the ability to get feedback or advice from people they work with and people they trust. Not just their boss who probably doesn't see a whole lot of what they're doing every day, but people they actually work with, people they feel safe with, people they're comfortable with to help them learn and grow. So almost an, the evolution to almost a culture of coaching where people are lifting people up on their development. In addition, what's interesting is we know that 80% or data tells us that 80% of employees who leave voluntarily, leave because of the, of the relationship with their manager. And many organizations are starting to not only realize that, but starting to realize that many managers don't even check in with their employees or communicate regular, regularly. So when we talk about performance development, when we talk about growth, part of that is also that employee-manager relationship, being transparent, making sure they're in sync on the goals and priorities, and making sure they communicate with one another. So organizations are starting to realize that this yearly performance development, performance review, that is not in any way, shape, or form going to move the performance lever. It's about feedback. It's about crowdsource feedback. And it's about enabling real-time conversations between managers and employees. Exactly. I know we've said in the past that the annual review is like a single point of failure. And I think you know, if exactly. the manager is not really tuned in, then it doesn't really matter what's going on in the rest of the organization. Um, it can cause somebody to leave. Absolutely. Yeah, you can work for a great organization, but if that relationship with your manager is not good, it, it impacts your daily life and, and people will, will leave. You'll lose talent. So you sent me this great quote from Brene Brown, which I know we're both huge fans of her work. Oh, she's coming I love to <laughs> Brene Brown. And she's, she's speaking at Work Human next year, which we're really excited about. So you sent this to me the other day, and it's, uh, if you aren't in the arena getting your ass kicked, I'm not interested in your feedback. Um, what do you think she's getting at here? Why do you love the quote so much? Oh, my gosh. I love this quote. You know, many times what we see in organizations is leaders who love to be critical, who love to tell people what they're doing wrong. What this quote talks about, it talks about vulnerability, that none of us are perfect, we all could use some coaching and feedback. And it's really only when you create a culture where leaders say, you know, I don't know, I don't know everything. I love your feedback on how I'm doing or how I can learn and grow. That in and of itself creates an environment where then I become comfortable asking people for feedback. So don't give me feedback unless you also are showing your vulner vulnerability and asking others for feedback. Feedback is such a challenging concept because you've got to have 
a very safe, comfortable environment for people to take that feedback and really be able to learn from it. And that's why managers, they've got to be in the arena with you saying, I don't know everything, I'm vulnerable, I need help with this, I'm making mistakes, we're learning from mistakes. Only when that happens does feedback become part of the culture. Exactly. So it's kind of about that, the role of the manager changing. It's not a supervisor anymore. That's not what people are expecting in the workplace. They're sitting side, managers, they are sitting side by side with their employees, coaching them, collaborating with them, where, and treating, not only treating them like a human being, but treat, treating them for the knowledge that they have and valuing that knowledge and learning together. Totally agree. So what's the worst piece of feedback that you've received in your career? And then oh my what's, gosh. The best, what's the best one? So the worst piece of feedback I received was I wrote this messaging document. It was early in my career. And I gave it to my boss. And he said, this is terrible. Rewrite it. <laughs> and that was it. That's all I got. That's so like, all right, <laughs> can you be a little more specific? And it took many, many iterations, working with a lot of different people to get it to be exactly what he wanted. But that type of feedback, it was unspecific. It was very, um, you know, finger pointing. This is terrible. Um, made me feel small as a person. Certainly didn't make me overly motivated. And again, it just created a, just a nasty, nastiness between us with that type of feedback because it didn't, it, again, it wasn't lifting me up. It was just telling mm -hmm. me I didn't do something right and go figure it out. In terms of the best, I had a, I worked for a CIO many years ago. We went into a meeting, I was a product manager, and holy cow, the development team, they were, they were barren to go in terms of um, feedback on requirements. So it was all really, really good feedback. And then after the meeting, like a day later, I had a little sticky note that was on my computer from, my, from the CIO. He said, Lynn, don't let the bastards get you down. So in other words, well, he had my, he had my yep. back, and he was lifting me up saying, although this feedback was good, you know, learn from it and embrace it. And he made it safe for me to take that feedback and absorb it and learn from it, just from that one little sticky note. And it's interesting, mm -hmm. I actually still have that sticky note at my home office. Well, yeah, because he's just, he's there by your side, you know, helping through it. You're not by yourself trying to deal with the feedback. He is literally in the arena with me. Absolutely. So, I mean, we just talked about, you know, bad piece of feedback. You know, um, there are scientific reasons why we don't like it. So can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, absolutely. So it literally... I like to call it's our animal brain that gets activated when we receive feedback. It's the same chemistry and biological reaction we have as if we're being chased, I don't know, by an elephant or a tiger. Anytime somebody says, I want to give you feedback, we go into essentially fight or flight mode. And studies have proven this through all sorts of brain, brain scans and measurement of chemicals in the body. So that is why it is so challenging to take, especially constructive feedback, and to be able to learn from it because your brain is going into defensive mode. It's going into either I'm going to argue with you or I'm going to pretend I don't hear that feedback. But yet, feedback is critical to learn and grow. So that's why there are, there, we need to figure out tools, create cultures of safety and trust, 
so that we don't worry about, oh, my gosh, if I get feedback, I'm going to lose my job. Or if I get feedback, um, you know, that's going to impact my standing in the organization. We need to create environments where feedback is a gift and not only tolerated but embraced so that, pe- so that people are continually learning. And it's only when you can create that environment that it, go- that it helps somebody go away from that animal brain and learn from feedback. And some, the, something that you've shown me is uh, called feed forward. So do you think that can change the conversation between managers and employees? Oh, absolutely. So instead of always talking about what you did wrong in the past, just taking feedback and thinking about how it applies to the future. So in the future, you may want to consider adding more animation to your, to your presentations. That's a very different piece of feedback than I saw your presentation last week and it was really boring because it wasn't creative enough. Mm-hmm. So when you focus on people, when you focus on moving forward, People perceive it as advice versus, your, versus them pointing their finger at you. So when it's, when, when it's forward-looking, studies have shown that people are able to stay in that learning mode versus getting defensive. So feed-forward is a great concept of, of how to give feedback. Again, focus on, the, focus on the future. Don't focus on the past. And I think it makes it less personal that way. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, it's it's less personal and it's you know, and it's not necessarily about a specific event or instance. Mm-hmm. It's about you know, next time you do a presentation, maybe add a little more animation. Great. So, I mean, as our listeners know, we're a social recognition company. Why is social recognition and positivity so important to building that trust and that safety uh, and that coaching culture uh, within companies? Oh my gosh, so great question. So really, when we think about feedback, we consider social recognition or celebration one element or one type of feedback. And if you just put in a feedback tool, people are going to go into fight or flight mode. They're not going to embrace it. They're not going to use it. And I'm not not even sure I would use a feedback tool that was just about constructive criticism. So what social recognition does is it creates the safety it creates relationships, it creates trust, it enables, it enables you to build connections throughout the organization, and it's only when you feel that you're in an organization that values you, treats you well, that, you're, that you can be comfortable giving and receiving feedback. If you work in a culture where you're, you know, you're either fearful or people aren't recognized, or all you hear is negative feedback, you are not going to learn from any of that feedback, and there's going to be zero growth. It's that positivity, which is, I consider, it's, it's almost the pillars of feedback. You have to have the positivity, recognition, the trust, in order for feedback to be embraced as learning. So it's, it's, it's a fundamental attribute of creating a learning environment and a growth, and, a, and really a work human environment. And I, I almost think of it like if you don't have the positivity and the recognition there, it's like the doors are shut. You're not going to get through to somebody. But if you do have it there, it opens up, you know, the line of communication. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Yeah, it opens the door for communication, and it makes people comfortable walking through that door and getting in that arena. I love it. Well, thanks so much, <laughs> Lynn. I really enjoyed chatting with Good. you. Good. 
No problem. Thank you so much and have a good week. So that was our interview with Lynn Levy. She's the Director of Product Management here at Global Force. I hope you enjoyed it. If you would want to hear more about feedback and conversations and the need for positivity, you can follow our blog at www.globalforce.com backslash gfblog. Lynn actually wrote a guest post that is uh, up there right now. And if you are interested in work human, please join us next April um, in Austin. You can visit www.workhuman.com to find out more information and reserve your ticket. It is $8.95 until the end of the month. So before Halloween, I want you to get on there and register for the conference because you're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you next time on Work Human Radio.